Hello again everyone and welcome. We're working together through a series of entitled 66 books. 66 short podcasts which take an overview of the 66 books of our Bible. And today you've reached the book of 2nd John, the book of the truth of God. Second John is widely recognized as one of the most friendly personal letters in the New Testament. The author identifies himself as the elder. There is nothing else in the book to further pinpoint the identity of the author. However, the similarities between Second John and First John, as well as tradition, lead virtually everyone to the conclusion that the author was again the Apostle John, hence its title. So who was it written to? Well, there is absolutely nothing in the book as to indicate the date of the writing. Most reason that 1 John and 2 John deal with the same problem and use similar, in some cases, identical material. Therefore, many consider they were written round about the same time. Like 1 John, 2 John was probably written sometime between 67 and 90 AD, but most Bible experts say probably around 80 AD. John says he is writing to an elect lady and her children. Now there are two basic interpretations of what this phrase might mean. It could refer to an individual Christian lady, but it is more commonly believed that it is used figuratively of a church or the church. Most, however, believe that it is a simple, straightforward reference to a local church. The content, as well as the use of the plural in verses 6 to 12, are seem most appropriate if one was writing to a community. Like the recipients of 1 John, the readers of 2 John were faced with false teachers. John instructs the church not to be deceived by them in verse 8, and not to receive them, meaning into the community of faith, in verse 10, and not even to greet them. If they greeted them and they received them, they could be deceived by them, he says. And if they were deceived by them, then they would cease to obey the Lord, and even perhaps to love one another. So what's the message of the book? Well, the one message that fits everything together in this epistle is the idea of truth. If you consider verse 1, the word truth appears twice in it, and it is used, of course, in verses 2, 3, and 4 also. But other verses also refer to truth as a concept without using the actual word. The message is believers should continue practicing the truth and not to support those who are deceivers of that truth. So in structure, Second John follows the format of an ancient letter, at least to a degree. It contains the standard greeting, the salutation, including one from the author to the recipients, and then there's the main body of the text, and it ends with the personal greeting. It does not have the familiar thanksgiving and prayer of benediction at the end, but in other ways it still, to a great extent, takes the format of a letter. So thinking about the purpose, the reason why this book was written. Well, the first purpose of Second John is to encourage a local church to practice the truth. 2 John verse 5 expresses that clearly. 
He begins this encouragement by praising the fact that some of, of the children are walking in the truth. And he develops this thought to the point which he says brings to a natural end that people will live in love. The second purpose of Second John is to warn a local church about the perverters of the truth. The practice of truth that they were engaged in was in danger from these people who wanted to corrupt it. Therefore John is writing to warn them about these deceivers. He says these people have gone out into the world and if they engaged too closely with them and let them in and let their influence in they were in danger he says of not receiving their full reward. If they do not abide in the truth, in the doctrine of Christ, they could even lose out at the judgment seat of Christ, he warns. Don't be so progressive and open to inviting people in that you fail to keep the truth, is his warning. The bottom line in this case is, don't receive, deceive people or those who would deceive others into your fellowship. In verse 10 it refers to not receiving these people into your house and there's some confusion about this term. The term house used in verse 10 refers to the church which in those days met in people's homes. This is not an injunction to block the visit of a casual stranger but it is to stand against the coming of a teacher claiming authority. The term receives means to let that person speak and thereby support them including giving them hospitality. So don't even greet them, he says. In other words, don't literally appear to rejoice in any way or be glad to welcome them in. We should do nothing that in any way would be seen to condone the activities or the preaching of such people. So in short, John wrote this letter in order to help people continue to practice and live in the purity of truth. So to summarize this book, the Apostle John wrote his second letter in relation to deal with the issue of some false teaching, the same as he had opposed in his first letter. The false teaching is clearly not confined to the church he addressed in the first letter, but was being spread round the region by these traveling false teachers. The short letter of 2 John was sent to a particular group of Christians partly to encourage them but partly to warn them not to allow these teachers of false doctrine to actually come in to the community of faith, into their gathering as it's called. And he does so in order to urge them to continue practicing the truth that they had received and to warn them against these deceivers. Believers should continue to walk in the truth and in no way should be seen to support those who would take people away from that truth.